What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Civilian. Welcome to the SAF Show. This is the very last podcast of 2023. And uh, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in right now. Thank you to everyone who's tuned in throughout the year. If you've liked any of my content, if you've shared anything, if you've, if you've uh, sent it to a friend, if you've commented, even if you've sent me some hate, I am grateful for you. I'm grateful for everyone. I'm grateful to be here right now. I'm grateful to be in front of this camera. Um, my life is fucking perfect. Like the fact that I'm, I'm just so full of joy, man. I just really am. I really am. I'm here. I'm healthy. I have family that love me. I have friends that love me. Um, I'm grateful. There's so much bullshit in the world right now. And all I can do is be grateful. There's nothing there's nothing that I'm like annoyed, frustrated, angry, or disheartened about. I, I, I'm abundant and, and, and um, you know, hopefully I can share some of that abundance with the world and hopefully together we can raise the collective con consciousness and make this world a fucking better place because there's a lot of pain and hurt out there right now. And, and um, you know, if we can take some of that away, uh, that'd be good. I think that'd be the right thing to do. Anyway, this is a little recap of uh, my 2023 and uh, five of the lessons that I've learned. Uh, I just want to say thank you for joining me on this SAF show journey. I started the podcast Slap Happy at the end of 2020 and that was going along okay. But I realized that, you know, something was missing. I wanted to focus on me a little bit more. I wanted to focus on my personal brand. I wanted to focus on building the skills required to run a one-person digital business. And so I pivoted into the SAF show in April this year and I haven't looked back. And I'm only looking forward and 2024 is going to be a hell of a lot better than it was this year. Even though this year was great, like I made over 50 podcasts, I read a lot of books, I had great conversations, I studied a lot of great creators, I'd done so much writing, I've written a, I've written a newsletter every single Sunday for the last, I think, eight or nine weeks. I am writing and creating content and improving my mental, physical health on a day-to-day -day basis and I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. Um, thank you so much for joining me and supporting me. Uh, I put out a project this year called The People's Champ. That's me. I'm the fucking People's Champ. Thank you to everyone who supported that project. Thank you to everyone who was at the launch show uh, in September. What a banging show that was. Uh, shout out to Ruku. Shout out to everyone who um, has been a part of this journey this year. I love you all. Uh, uh, Merry Christmas to every single one of you. Uh, happy holidays and happy new year. Go enjoy yourselves. Get out there. Show love. Make the world a better place with everything that you do because that's our job. You know, that's all of our jobs. Uh, together, we can do it. So I'm going to dive right in. Ramble over. So firstly, I want to thank everyone for being here to read the well, this is going to be the last newsletter of 2023 because the first newsletter of 24 will be coming out next week, like on the, I don't know, the 4th or 5th of January. Anyway, I ha um, it has been one hell of a ride this year. It started with me juggling the rebuild of my trading business alongside my cafe job, a myriad of hobbies, and my mental and physical health. Now, it is close to ending with my complete focus on writing and content with me perfecting my mental and physical health. Many great things have come and gone. Many good people, great friends, brilliant opportunities and moments have entered and exited my life. I'm grateful for all of it. I feel abundant, especially for the lessons that I've learned along the way. Here are five key takeaways distilled from a year of learning and relearning some of life's brutal truths. Number one, health is everything. I mean this when I say that health is everything. 
Some of the great Stoics were burdened with, burdened with lives of disability and pain, but despite this, they were able to master their minds. I am no such Stoic yet. This year, I realized that if your health is compromised, so is everything else. Dreams, aspirations, relationships, career, hobbies, everything is affected when your health is disturbed. Throughout the course of the year, I experienced a myriad of physical and mental health hurdles. I had a life-altering panic attack at work that led to the ambulance being called as I feared that I was dying. Yeah, that, that really happened. Toes and fingers were broken and displaced in MMA contact. I rolled an ankle badly. I suffered a two-week nerve impingement in my shoulder, bruises and swelling to every inch of every limb. I attended the emergency room at three uh, at a hospital on three different occasions. At times, it was a bit of a shit show, not going to lie. And every single one of these moments, nothing else mattered. My immediate health was my immediate concern and my concern, my only concern. This year was a journey of mind and body, a journey that is strengthening and hardening me for what is to come. Throughout it all, I've learned and come to respect on a very intimate level that our health is everything. Number two, the only way out is through. Every time things seemed difficult, I moved forward. Maybe not straight away, but after running some quick diagnostics, I would eventually realize that the quickest way to reach my intended goal in any given moment was to was not to move forward, try to go around, run away, try to get over something, try to defer something. It was always, always to go through it, i.e. run toward the pain. The time I spent deliberating or avoiding could have been spent acting, failing, and collecting data. No one is coming to save you. You're here all by yourself, and that can terrify you or empower you. I'm choosing to let it empower me by going through it. Number three, clear mission equals clear choices. The more I do, the more I learn. The more I learn, the clearer I get on what I do and do not want to do. As the year evolved, I started feeling a draw toward the creator and content arms of my artistic of my artistic endeavors. Something started to become evident and perfectly summarized by this Naval-inspired tweet. In the tweet, he says, the more you know, the less you diversify. Very smart, Naval, i.e. less is more. So what is it a what is it that I've become more clear on? E.g., what is the mission and how does that define the clear choices? Here is it. Here it is. Raising the collective consciousness through hip-hop and stoicism. Let me say it again. Raising the collective consciousness through hip-hop and stoicism. This is my mission statement. This is my reason, my North Star. And with that in mind, my choices and my path forward has become much more apparent and clear. The mission, as per above, drives this framework. Observe the world, number one, and learn about life. Number two, distill the information through long-form content, i.e. newsletter, podcast, music. Number three, repurpose that long-form content into short-form content, i.e. tweets, IG posts, reels. Number four, capture an attentive audience and raise a collective consciousness. Hopefully, I can build a business model out of this, but if I, if I don't and I just literally make content and that's it, that's all I do, then, you know, fuck it. With this framework in mind, the choices become clearer. Non-negotiable deadline for a weekly newsletter, constant output and showing up on different platforms, always reading, learning and expanding knowledge, journaling, writing and dissecting my own mind and thinking, making strong, hard decisions based on my moral code, strong body to accommodate a strong mind and work rate. Throughout the year, I become much 
clearer on my mission and purpose. In turn, giving me the poise to make decisive choices for my best future self. Number four, dead serious about deadlines. <laughs> nice one, Matt. This year, I really got serious about deadlines. Deadly serious. <laughs> Another nice one, Matt. Another way to think about deadlines is like a sprint, or as some of the kids are calling it, going monk mode. I was introduced to the concept in a real way at the end of 2022, 2022 when training for my first ever fight. Yes, the fight that I keep talking about. Whoa. I went, I went from very, very bad, very, very bad to mediocre in two months, right? So I was like, a, when I first started boxing, I probably would have been like a 15 out of 100. And then by the time I ended up fighting, I might've got to like a 35 or 40 out of 100. So I wasn't like good, but I increased a fair bit. I improved a fair bit in a very short amount of time. My footwork improved dramatically and my cardio went through the roof. I wouldn't have considered myself a boxer, but there is no doubt that the confined period of time solely focused on acting like a boxer allowed me to cut down the learning curve significantly. With the pressure on, every move counted. A similar thing took place this year around July to September when preparing for the rollout of my EP, The People's Champ, and Ruku's album, Inside Voice, as well as the accompanying launch show. I set a date to have my EP done, then ran like hell to get to that point in time with as much of the rollout done as possible. Then we set a date for Ruku's album and the launch. Similarly, we pushed like crazy to execute on the completion of the album and the success of a wonderful launch event and supporting content plus promotion. By no means were either of these sprints perfect but they went a long way to reinforcing the power of a deadline. When the game is on the line, the game winners switch into gear. In 2024, I plan to get even more serious about deadlines. Number five, gratitude is great, baby. Let's go. This coming March will be the fourth year of my gratitude practice. If anything, I feel more strongly about the practice than I ever have. Over the last few years, I planted seeds every day by being grateful for everything in my life and now those seeds are bearing fruit. I don't have to be grateful. I am grateful. Gratitude is my default setting. I don't really get jealous anymore. I don't really feel not good enough or hard done by. I always think I have more than enough. I know I have way more than so many others. I don't really lament or feel like I'm missing out. The most heartache and pain I see in the world, sorry, the more heartache and pain I see in the world and the more apathy and anger I am confronted with, the more I believe that the only way forward is for everyone to become the ruler of the kingdom between their ears, as the Stoics say, Epictetus, I believe. Focus on your traumas, triggers, and pain. Find a way to orientate to the world in a way that is wholehearted, empathetic, and useful. Strive for more, but be grateful for what you have. At so many points this year, when confronted with all sorts of pain, anxiety, and torment, mental and physical health complications with all the usual thoughts that come with life's big what-ifs, I was able to turn to gratitude to help me lift whatever load was troubling me. Gratitude has proven to be a powerful weapon and great source of power, so I turn to it frequently, allowing me to be a better person for myself and for the world of which I am a part of. Okay. Gang, that's it for my lessons for 2023. What were yours? What did you learn this year? They were, those were my five lessons. Uh, let me read them one more time. TLDR. Uh, 
Health is everything. The only way out is through. Clear mission equals clear choices. Dead serious about deadlines and gratitude is great. Those are the things that really stood out to me this year. Um, I, yeah, they really they really meant a lot to me. There was probably a lot of other things that were important as well, but I, I just really wanted to keep it simple with this, these lessons for 23. So yeah, let me know. What, what were your lessons? What were your big takeaways from the year? What did you achieve? What did you get done? How many goals did you tick off? Um, what do you plan to tick off in 24? I'm going to have another podcast coming out very shortly where I talk about uh, my plan for 24 because I have a, a bit of a big vision for what I want uh, next year to look like in a different way that I'm going to approach 24 as the previous years. But yeah, they're, they're kind of my lessons uh, from 23. Super grateful for this year. As I said, um, you know, done a, done a few big things. Started, started a new podcast, was very consistent with it, The Sav Show. Started a newsletter, The Sunday Sav, and have been ultra consistent with it. Not a lot of growth, but I'm, I'm loving the fact that I'm just, I'm showing up and writing and, and not really caring about the, you know, I, I, at a certain point in time, I'll have to start caring about, you know, the, the building the audience. But, but at this point in time, I'm more concerned about getting the reps in and showing to myself that I am that guy and proving to myself day in and day out that, that I am a pro. I show up and I go deep and I get the work done uh, regardless of outcomes. If I can do that long enough, I think the outcomes will come. The outcomes will come. The outcomes will arrive. So yeah, put the EP out, did the launch show with Koo, played in Brisbane, met a bunch of really beautiful people this year, uh, made some great friends, some lifelong friends, you know, doubled down on some other friendships, um, kind of cut the fat in certain areas, but Overall, I'm I'm just grateful to be here. Super grateful for where I'm at. Super grateful to everyone who's played a role in my journey. Uh, super grateful to Melbourne, the hip hop scene here, the music community, uh, all the beautiful people that I met. Fat, fried and tasty, tea, breaking bread. Um, everyone that you know performed on Buggin. Everyone that was part of my EP. Everyone that was at the launch show. Everyone that played up in the at, at Brisbane. All of my Brisbane homies. All my Central Coast family. Uh, I love and miss all of you. Yeah, man, just feel good. Uh, by the way, I got this for Christmas, the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. If you, uh, I, I recommend this book to everyone. It's a beautiful book, great insights, great knowledge. Um, just go get it, please. Um, and if you have not got this yet, uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, go get that. Anyway, that's it for the final podcast of 2023. Heaps more to come in 2024. Um, going to be sharing a lot more of that in the next podcast. But yeah, thank you to, thank you for tuning in. Stay grateful, stay aware, stay humble. And, you know, go out there and try and make the world a better place with everything that you do. It's not that hard, you know. Um, but yeah, love y'all. Keep working hard. Keep pushing yourselves. And uh, enjoy your New Year's celebrations. And I'll see you early in 24. Let's go. Let's go.